the biggest advantage that we have is the fact that we can go off of at least explaining the lifestyle from our perspective and the fact that we live the lifestyle 24-7. Well, yeah. I mean, for the most part. (laughs) And so for us, what does it mean? I mean, I've found within myself sort of like a structure, like sort of like guidelines as to how to look within myself to become a better version of myself or just a better person in general. And then at the same time, I'm able to see and apply those dominant traits in my work environment. Yeah, it become, it, that's the thing. It's so tricky and it gets so complicated with certain people because... I feel like certain people use the certain aspect. I think what it is, I, I, I think we we touched this a while back ago, and what I remember that we talked about was that there is not a clear definition of what dominant is, and I think that there's a difference when we talk about dominance within BDSM versus being dominant. In nature, as a person, um, just being dominant. And I think that one of the biggest issues with that is that, for example, people can say that the President of the United States is dominant. Or that someone like Kanye West is dominant. Well, what I'm saying is, People have their own definition of what dominance is. But within the lifestyle, when you look at someone in the lifestyle that is claiming to be dominant, but it's doing the exact opposite, or better yet, they're doing what everyone else is doing, what every other person claiming that they're dominant is doing but not showing that they're dominant yeah so i mean perfect example would be fuck boys people that are so self-centered in themselves that they can't be honest with a woman in in an example of i'm using an example in the men i mean obviously this applies to all genders i would say but as as it relates to as it relates to me as a man and me claiming that I'm dominant, it's kind of like counterintuitive if I'm calling myself myself my own self. For me, it has always been counterintuitive to call myself dominant because it shouldn't be my place. Yeah, this is the difference that you and I have, because I totally respect and understand where you're coming from with it, I, and I think it's admirable, if anything. But to me, it's also one of those things where I'm like, if you don't, like, how, how else do I describe, like, how else do you describe yourself to others? Well, the only, the only people that it's gonna, <laughs> the only people that it's gonna matter for me to have them understand who I am is other people within the community. And within people within the community, I'm okay saying I identify as a, as a daddy dom, a male daddy dom. Oh, okay. And and I think when we're having that conversation... Yeah, you're, it, you're not the type of person to say, like, 
if we're hey, by the way, guys, you yeah. know, I'm a dominant, you know. I, like, you're more humble about it. Mm. He doesn't even like to say that either. I mean, it's, I don't think it's, it's counterintuitive to say, oh, I'm humble about but it. But he's not saying he's humble. He's, like, showing that he's humble by action. So it's more of, like. Well, that's how that's it should the, be. Yeah, that's just, yeah, just, just, just as it applies to being dominant within B- the BDSM community, I believe that dominant all, like, has, uh, uh, for example, the aspects of being humble, but also being meek. Oh, man, it's been a while since I've heard that word. Meek is, uh, what, uh, it's kind of like a controlled power. It, um, you know what, let me Google it, because I'm curious again. It's, it's, um, but I remember. Power under control. That's what it is. So if you have power under control, that's true power. But, I mean, you looked it up, so what? what is it? Okay, so according to the Oxford Dictionary, it says meek is, a, or the definition for meek is. What? The definition for meek is quiet, gentle, and easily imposed on. Semicolon submissive. Whoa. See what I mean? (laughs) Yeah. The term that I heard was power under control. Wow. See? But if you go further down. Okay. Meekness means power under control. A strong but gentle. uh, Reverend. And humble, spirit of selfless devotion. Oh, it's more... This is a biblical version of it. Yeah. The opposite of pride. Meekness does not refer to weakness or passivity, but to controlled power. Okay. But as it relates to... uh, like, the Bible is completely different. It's it's. The, you see what I mean? There's like a combination of the spiritual meekness. Yeah, it's oh, different. It's anyways. Like a yin yang. Maybe maybe I'm just using it the wrong way. I shouldn't I sh- I shouldn't just use it. My understanding of meekness was power under control. And for me, that is what a dominant should have. You shouldn't just spit words out of your mouth because you can't. You shouldn't just be try to ex- exert try to you shouldn't just try to exert exert dominance with brute force. That's not the only way to show that you're dominant. I yes. Yeah. I mean I think there's a place and time to demonstrate that you have brute force if you're doing some sort of physical activity or for the purposes of helping others. Or maybe you're in com- like a competition, you know, is it sport? Yeah, I think it goes back to like just this whole, it may be cultural for us too. Like what? It's it, definitely cultural. Because for us, like if we, if we think, oh, dominant is machismo, immediately I feel like they think, oh, it's, it's someone who's rugged, tough, doesn't know how to share their emotions, like, you know. Well, yeah, ma- machismo in, in Latin culture means it, it, it just, uh, it's, it's you know, dominance in, in Latin culture could but mean. But it's toxic masculinity. And I think people confuse the two. Or it's easy to see a dominance as, oh, it's, it's someone being overly masculine. 
And that's not the case. Well, I think that there are dominant the <laughs> there are dominant Latin men that do not need to exert that that bruteness out, despite yeah. the fact that they are dominant in nature, like just in who they are. It's hard sometimes nowadays to be a gentleman, to be a traditional gentleman. If 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 yeah. I, I'm not entirely sure, I haven't been in the game of dating for quite a while. But is it is it difficult to go up to a woman and be like, hey, would you like to go out and grab some coffee? Because for me, it was always like that. Look, if I saw a woman and I was genuinely interested in that woman and I knew nothing about her, then the very first step is in my curiosity is wanting to know about her. Like, okay, this woman is hot. Mm -hmm. I've already established that. So for me, it's like, if this woman is hot, like, she's already got the attention of all these men. Right? Yeah. So how do I stand out among all these men? Some of these men are even better looking than me, and some of them are better dressed than me, too. And I I absorb, because I'm not the type of person to look down upon myself, but if I have an admiration for someone that's well-dressed, I pick up my own style from that. And and I... And I respect it but but i also feel like okay well you know if i see that someone has game which is the word that i've used game to me is not like oh you're coming up and you know exactly how to charm what to what how to charm her how to sweet talk to her right either like you have a set script right like it's a script of what works and what doesn't work and for me it's always been like what works for me it's just keeping it real it's based on the situation, too. No, it's just literally just keeping it real. Hey, like I'm interested in getting to know you, and that's it. Like That leaves everything out in the open. Okay, well, you know, if somebody comes at me and says, well, what do you want to know me for? Do you want to, you want to, you know, are you, do you think I'm easy? Do you think and I'm like just if like... they're defensive. If they're defensive about it, like, hey, I meant, I meant no disrespect, you know? Yeah. I really just wanted to get to know you. Have you ever gotten girls that were, like, rude to you, though, with that uh... approach? Yeah, I, I, that happens. That has happened. <laughs> there was a there was a, a girl that I was chatting with on uh, a FET. This is years ago, and on FET, on FET, it was a while ago. And this particular girl, she was she was uh, on FET life. Yeah, she was <laughs> she was telling me that she started explaining the situation of why she didn't trust doms anymore and she started talking about an abusive relationship that she was in in which the guy like pretty much like physically harmed her like without consent so i it was clearly abuse that i i what i absorbed from that conversation was that she was being abused and that she tolerated for a while and got like a sour taste of what bdsm was well, you know, the, she was abused. She never dealt with that abuse. And then as a result of that, when I try to engage with her in a healthy way, she turned around against me and said, you're not a real dom. Uh-huh. And then I said, okay, well, what constitutes a real dom? And her approach was just like, I would have no say if you were a real dom. But that's not... Oh. But the thing about it is, it's like, the way that I told her, it's like, you and I have not established any dynamic for you for you not to, for you to not have anything to say. Because it would be agreed upon. 
at least on you know what I've learned from the lifestyle, that if you wanted to be placed in a headspace where you had no opinion, and we can establish that with safe words in play, then I'd be more than happy to get to know you. But to take away something just to take it? Maybe she was testing me. Maybe she was trying to determine, like, you know, if I was gonna if I was gonna jump to the other side and just be a jerk about it. Mm. Yeah. But that wasn't something that I was interested in in interesting in interested in entertaining. Now was I dominant or not? And if and you know that that if I'm too nice, then where's where's the dominance? And I guess and I guess for me, like it helps to understand that of myself because then I can justify and say, okay, well, I am a daddy dom, so I have both <laughs> yeah. qualities. I can be, you know, soft, and, soft sweet. and sweet and loving, and I can pull out my uh, my semi truck and my action my action figures, <laughs> and I can play with, you know, I I can I can be the fun the fun aspects of being uh, a caregiver a caregiver. And that can be construed as dominant, right? Doing those things? Well, yeah, or... I, I guess. <laughs> no, you're like, no. I always just saw them as, like, sweet things, nice things. Yeah, but who... Things. Do people do that nowadays? Do, like, relationships oh, get along that well? Or? I don't know. I, I wouldn't know. Because for me, being being... Invested in the lifestyle doesn't mean that I'm holding on to a title for the purposes of being invested in the in the in BDSM. Like I'm so focused in BDSM that everything just becomes a ritual. Like I don't own a pair of leather chaps. <laughs> I mean... Though I should, you know. But still, I don't. <laughs> I don't smoke cigars. It, okay, that's stereotyping at that point. Yeah, but know? but but that's what people have. The 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 yeah. the general population has an understanding that if you identify as a dom, you need to fit the ticket. Yes, it's almost like. <laughs> but you what have is to, the ticket? <laughs> but you have to you have to put on your 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 Persona. your super suit. Yeah. Because and that's what the, you are. And and this is what we kept trying to like. We always discuss this when it comes to the difference in the lifestyle and the difference in, like, bedroom kink. Right, because if you now jump into the kink aspects of BDSM, then you can literally... And this is not me uh, jumping into any conclusions because I respect the lifestyle from all aspects, both from the kink aspects and from the, like, living it 24-7. But the kink aspects can be fully disconnected from any loyalty at an intimate level with a partner. In other words, if you establish, hey, I'm in uh, a, a dating site that is dedicated to BDSM aspects of life, correct? Mm-hmm. And in that dating site, I'm like sort of like fat life. Okay. I'm breaking down the points as to why or what type of relationship I'm seeking, people should be clear about whether they're in the lifestyle for the purposes of kink or because they really want to get invested in it. And a lot of people 
submissives included, mm -hmm. are not clear about their desires within the lifestyle. And it's, it's hard though because there's things that I can't. They can't. There, there's gonna be situations that happen where a person or a submissive, let's use a submissive in this situation, is not gonna know what they're looking for if they've never experienced it. People evolve, like, like there's a sense of discovery of like learning something and being like, okay, like, I tried this. This doesn't work, or it does work, and there's more curiosity and desire to learn. Yeah, which, it's like keeping an yeah. open mind, or just knowing you're in such a crazy, you know, like, community. All the more reason for you to push towards getting to know yourself before getting to know everything else. Like oh, if you 100%. Have a, oh, yeah. If you have a clear definition as to what you don't want... What you don't want usually helps you a lot. Yeah. Because if you don't want to uh, have casual hookups, right? Yeah, because yeah. You, you've, you, you're you ready to settle in. You're ready to find someone that's serious, serious that's going to take you at a serious, that you're going to go out on dates, that you're going to experience a lifestyle in a deeper way. Or if you're the type of person to say, like, I don't want to deal with any sort of commitments right now. Yeah, but like I, I got to, fun. You know, yeah. I, I want to know what doing this is like. Right, and it could be for any personal choice. It could be for the fact that you're you're invested in your career, and for healthy purposes, you're going about it just from the kinky perspective. For healing purposes, too, kind of. Yeah, well, it, it, I think for healing, between. for me, for well, it depends. Yeah, because if you if you feel that you're strong enough as a submissive to go about the lifestyle alone. Which is fucking scary to begin with. Yeah. To know, okay, I'm going to fulfill my desires. Then at that point, you really do have to do extensive research. <laughs> this all sounds like what I was trying to do when I first met you. <laughs> you have to do extensive research so that you don't fall in a pattern where you, you end up, end getting up hurt. <laughs> or, yeah, I mean, hurt is basically the overall yeah. cut that covers everything else. Yeah. Isn't that part of it too? Like, uh, yes, it is. I'm not saying that, even like, it's not easy to say. Oh, like once you have all of the information or you know everything there is to know about BDSM, you're safe. You're protected. There's nothing wrong is gonna happen. It's different when you're reading it versus when you're experiencing it. Reading it and being informed about it is gonna help you intuitively when you're experiencing it. But that doesn't mean that there's no guarantee that something can potentially happen that's going to end up hurting you. And again, these things to me are lessons. They're learning experiences. But you have to survive it. Yes. And if you get caught up in the wrong situation because you didn't do your research and you put yourself at risk, then a lot of it is starts with you being at your fault. You are at fault because you... And I'm not saying that if somebody else abuses you, it's entirely your fault and you can't uh, no. press charges or anything like that. I'm saying, like, you know, you have, to, you have to hold yourself liable for your own actions too. And, and when I say that, I'm saying get a big scope of what you're going to get yourself into. Yeah, because you have to weigh out pros and cons... 
Correct. Look at consequences. Like, it's already risky when you're dealing with other people in general. Yeah. My recommendation from a from a dom's perspective, as a as a, towards a sub would be to make sure that you first connect with people that you can relate to the most from a friendly level. So if you are a submissive woman, for example, then you seek out making friends with other submissive women. That's hard. But it helps because what <laughs> happens is, or be a part of a club. If you're part of a club, then you're able to network with other submissives that are going to help you and guide you. It's like, hey, girl, do not do this. I've been here before. Yeah, you need a buddy. Correct. Yeah. Someone that you're able to relate to. Someone that you can relate to at a deeper level. And yeah. then that person is going to be kind of like a your, your first step in the right direction. Or tune in. <laughs> or just listen to DJ. Or just listen. <laughs> or just listen to our podcast. You know? And and hopefully, you know, I, we get enough feedback where we are getting, you know, hey guys, what well, I thought that you are wrong about this, this and that. I want to hear people to tell me. Yeah. And for legal reasons, we are not giving out any personal advice, just FYI. That is correct. We're just <laughs> expressing our opinions. We're just, just our thoughts. Chit chat. It's is ban- like banter. A, yeah, literally, it's just like three kinky people, adults that are pretty open about the things that they're into, and these are our normal conversations. If I'm being honest. <laughs> yeah, it it's tough. It's not easy. As far as giving advice to a dom. In the lifestyle, what would you, what advice would you give? Does anybody have, what advice could you potentially give a, a dom? That's, I'm sure Mittens wants um, to, wants, has plenty of knowledge. <laughs> you gonna put it on the spot? Right? Yeah. <laughs> I was just What do you to mean advice? Her, yeah. Well, like what kind of advice would you give, like a, a, like someone a, that's like trying someone to that's bring out those those dominant yeah a dom a dom or dame or dominatrix you know, female, you know however they identify but that's okay. dom that has that wants to engage you as a sub what advice would you give a dom how to approach you or how to reach out to you how to how would oh. you be moved by this person it sounds so silly and i feel I, I feel like I shouldn't be saying this. But what would surprise me is for someone to be respectful. That's just basic fundamentals, but right, yes. Right, but... Okay. More often than not. Right, but then there's goes that broader definition because, well, yeah, I mean, it plays into let's get to know each other. Yeah. If, if, if they... Like, if you come at me, if if a male dom comes at me and it says... Hey, I'm looking for my little slut to come and suck daddy's dick. I'm gonna be like, Ugh. you're disgusting. I'm yeah. screenshotting all of this. <laughs> like, oh my but god. For me, I was gonna say presents. Like, and presents? I was, yeah, but I was thinking more. I would love presents. No, 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 no. No, <laughs> no, no, no. I was, Shit. I was Give me some saying. Amazon gift cards all day, girl. I'm gonna put my wish list no. up. No, go ahead, let her finish. I wanna no, hear, I wanna no, hear this. For real, we just, wanna hear. It, I guess in my mind, because there's Dom and Domain, so like for a girl, uh-huh. yeah. Uh-huh. Um, presence to me means like um, 
the way they walk, like, carry themselves, like, and that's not, like, too cocky or they're trying to, like, um, have a mask on with you, that they're just very real from the get-go. That, for me, would be like, oh, hey, like, someone... That's a present? No. She's saying presents. Oh, presents. They're presents. I misunderstood (laughs) you. I was like, presents? Give me some presents. Oh, I know what you mean. Okay, presents. Okay. So their vibe. Yeah, their vibe. Like, the way they're able to carry themselves, like, outside, out and about with other people around them. You know what, though? I'm going to be honest with you. This is speaking from my personal experience. Mm -hmm. That type of attitude works best in real life but hardly ever works for me yeah it hardly ever works for me like out on fat or any like any of usually a dating sites or the kink i'm gonna i'm gonna just say in the kink community why because for me it's this if i go out uh, if i would be seeking someone on a dating site mm-hmm. like a what is it tinder Something like that. Any yeah. any of those. I would think that I can't just... I mean, I can put in my bio I'm into BDSM and whatnot, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, how easy, how easy do you think it's going to be for me to find someone that's going to take the time to read my profile? Mm-hmm. And because I, I usually go in depth about my interests. You'd be as, surprised. I feel like... Maybe it's just me. I would always read the profiles, and yeah, then based on the that. conversations and how they start, like, "Hey, like, let's right. let's do this." But but think about it like this, okay? Yeah, I, I understand that. Mm-hmm. But what is the ratio? Think about it. There's literally, like, the ratio is probably what ten to one or more. Probably, yeah. Probably okay. more. So if the ratio is ten to one, okay, mm-hmm. yeah. and and you start. What is the first thing you're going to see in a picture? Like, if you're physically attracted to this person, correct? Yeah. Okay, yeah. and then from there, you open up their profile, and then you start reading what the, you know, what the profile says, right? Yeah, they're about mm-hmm. me, or their biography, yeah. or whatever. Okay, so if there's literally the ratio 10 to 1 men that are good-looking, now I'm competing yeah. against men just to pass the first face of you clicking on a picture. But there's always a surprise factor, I guess, with what we were talking about earlier, with being able to be transparent, being able to be real with someone, because those men, I would expect them to come at me like, oh, you're hot, you're pretty, like, hey, like, you're so, like, shower you with compliments, and the way you would stand out, essentially, is like, I would be attracted to you, yes, but now you're also offering more to me. Like, other than the fact that you're going to tell me, hey, like, you're cute, which I guess I would know, or I should know. It's, for me, it's different. For me, it's this, look. The the issue then becomes, because of that ratio, women do not need to go reading and searching profiles. That All they have to do is go into their inbox. I literally want to do a poll now. I'm so curious. Think about it. If women read, like, spend the time to read the bios. I mean, I would say yes, but I'm saying at some point you get tired of reading all the bullshit. It's easy to, yeah, it's easy to skim through it. Yeah, but what I'm saying is, by, at my point, the, 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 by, by the time someone gets to my profile, Uh 
if already if I've already sent out six or seven messages, first of all, uh, the way that the system is built for dating uh-huh. is that usually women don't pay for the app, whereas men pay for the app. Most of these apps that I've seen that I've encountered. Yeah, I I guess it depends. You haven't you haven't used Tinder. No. It's different. It's a, isn't it a free app? Well, yeah. they have subscription services now. Oh yeah, that'll, that's like, right. Because then it'll profiles. like yeah, and you'll be able to. But like, Tinder, the way that Tinder yeah. works is you cannot message someone unless they've also matched with you. Like they swiped and liked your picture. Right. So I gotta account. get past that first stage, <laughs> you know, to get someone that I'm gonna match with. Yeah. Do they get to see your picture and your profile before you match, or only your picture? It's both. Yeah. It's it's like a few pictures, like I think five or six. I don't know. I was banned from Tinder. So. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> I, but from what I remember, I'll talk about. Why that. would they ban you? From I'll talk Tinder? about that some other podcast, some other episode. <laughs> I like give them something to like come back to, <laughs> but. The way that Tinder works is it's your profile. It's like a few pictures of you or whatever you want to upload. And then it'll be like your bio and your location. Okay. So they get to see all I of think that I've, I before think I've they seen, swipe left I've, or right. I think I've seen apps like that that are not necessarily Tinder. Bumble is a big one now too. And Bumble's the same. You have like 24 hours to respond if you match with someone. And if you don't, they get removed. Yeah, but you got on your phone a shitload. You had a a shitload of matches with girls. (laughs) And you would just didn't ignore. Like, you would just ignore them. No. Yeah, you had a ton of responses from women when you had Tinder. And and you wouldn't respond back to them. Like, you would match with them and you'd just be like, eh. You You wouldn't even respond. Because I feel like some of them... Some of them were, uh, what happened is that because uh, I have to share my story. No, no, no. You can do that some other time. <laughs> but here's the thing. The, the ratio, going back to that ratio. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's go I'm, back I'm the men, the uh-huh. good men, uh-huh. we have to sink our fishing line in the same pond as this guy next to you who's whipping his dick in the water. <laughs> I mean, I don't got a 10-inch dick, so, I mean, I'm saying I put up... Yeah, but you're being smart about it. Look at you. You're saying I'm going to hook my my fishing line in, see if I get some of these fishes, (laughs) while these other fools are trying to make it work with their dick out. (laughs) Let me tell you something, okay? You put... You got a 10-inch dick. One of those fucking fish is going to be like, that is a giant worm. (laughs) You don't think there's women? Let me tell you something. No, no. There's plenty of women. <laughs> they will not even bother reading my profile once they see a motherfucker with a 12 inch dick. <laughs> then that's a different audience they're trying to go for. Come yeah, on. Like... I mean, those girls are fun too. Why can I get. <laughs> that's funny. Nah, he's too sweet, too nice. He's not packing. He's trying to compensate with kindness. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> no. Oh, shit. That is a lie. That's something else. <laughs> the ratio. So. We haven't even discussed submissives. Like in the lifestyle. I'd like to. Versus kink. And... 
You got the mic on this one. Me? Yeah. There's two submissives here. But you started <laughs> it. Where, 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 where am I supposed to start? You know? Like, we were talking about toxic masculinity. Okay, or... what about toxic women? Hmm. What about them? Or, or you know what? Better yet, should I just say toxic, toxic submissives? What is a toxic submissive? I have no idea. Well, I don't know. <laughs> I, I, we first have to figure that part out. Well, have you toxic? I mean, wouldn't that be like a? I mean, no names, no names in the show. <laughs> I know. No, I'm not thinking of a name or okay. she's no, probably no. thinking like a brat. Yeah, but I don't even want to label it like that. But someone like I guess a woman that knows she's technically more dominant than the man in the partner and can be therefore toxic to them. Like they know they could get away with basically their behavior. So brats, basically. That's what yeah, you're saying. That but like no, no, no. I'm not pointing fingers because there's some brats that like aren't toxic right we're not referring to all yeah. all brats I, well maybe 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 that's not being bratty that's maybe just being toxic because okay okay um if you're being manipulative if you if you're being manipulative i mean women can be anybody can be manipulative yeah. if your game is manipulation and saying okay well i understand who this guy who thinks or this you know person who thinks that they're dominant a people pleaser i think is a bad can be bad. It can be, but you can also be a people pleaser and be completely defined as a sub. Yes, yes. What I'm saying is, is like, okay, this is also why we try to like big, give a big emphasis on getting to know yourself and what it is that you want. Um, even if you're struggling with like defining your your role, you know, if you feel like you have certain characteristics of where you enjoy being dominant and then you have other areas where you enjoy, you know, serving um, and being submissive and then you're kind of struggling because you feel like you might be in between because we don't, we have not even discussed switches that much. We, I don't know much about... We don't know much, but what I'm saying is, is like, if you're new to the lifestyle and if you are still trying to figure out where you fall and... It's important to have a better understanding of what it is that you want, what it is that you're looking for, because, and what it is that you can bring to the table too. Because what ends up happening is if there are things that you're still, that you don't know, habits that you have about yourself that you're not aware of in your everyday life, and later on down the road you start realizing that you are a people pleaser in a unhealthy way. And you confuse that or misinterpret it as like being submissive. That's what being submissive is, is being a people pleaser. It can get to the point where you are no longer being able to take care of yourself, right? Right. Because you're too caught up trying to take care of others, others or your dom. And that can lead to codependency because now you're relying on your dom to take care of you because you are unable to take care of yourself as Whoa. a person. It becomes a vicious cycle, and it's difficult to get out of for some people. I'm not saying you can't. You absolutely can, but it's recognizing those things about yourself first before you get involved 
with other people because they can manipulate, they can expose, they can use that to their advantage if you don't understand yourself first and foremost. If you don't know, okay, I'm the type of person that self-sabotages, I'm the type of person that people pleases, I'm the type of person that um, doesn't know how to deal with confrontation. All of that is going to come crashing down on you as a submissive or a dominant. And the worst part of it is, is if the other person finds out or knows that that's your weakness, they will sabotage it. They will Gaslighting, you know, it, it can get bad for both parties. So if you, as an individual, a human being, a person, you know, isn't aware of the things that you struggle with, whether it's with others or internally. What about the people that are fully aware of what they're struggling with? And they still continue with their behavior? Well, I mean, it's a transition of change that they're making. As long as you're making, I mean, make every effort to make that progress. Yeah. Don't get caught up in that situation. And the, the tough part about it is, is it's, it's a constant thing. I don't think it ever really goes away. Yeah, I think it's learning We're how to manage it. We're always growing. We're always We're always learning. evolving. Yeah, correct. Like, it's, it's just something that's part of life. I think being um, or having like a healthy mindset means that you're constantly fine-tuning those areas of yourself that you want to improve. That's hot. The way that you see it. I don't know. <laughs> I get lost in lost in my thoughts when I see you, when I hear you speak so oh. beautiful. Thanks. <laughs> so, but yeah, I, I, I think that's, that's kind of like the whole premise of what I was trying to share. It doesn't just apply to submissives at this point. It can be dominant too. Yeah. And it goes back to the toxic masculinity. If you're a dom and you're trying to you know, um, be tough, be rigid, be this, be assertive. And you're confusing it with, oh, like, being tough means I have to physically hurt you. That's not, that's not good. Yeah. Unless it's been discussed with the other person and that that's what they want too. But. Before we go any further. I'm saying that's, like, people-pleasing more than, like, self pleasing at that point yeah i mean you start yes. you, that's what she's saying you you, lo, you no longer taking care of yourself i'm not saying you can't depend or rely on your dominant to take care of you but that shouldn't be the base the premise of your relationship because that's expecting that's assuming and like like you should be able to take care of yourself despite the fact that you want somebody else to take care of you like Yes, you desire for someone else to take care of you, but it, it shouldn't be because you can't take care of yourself. Correct. That's the way that it should be. You should be able to take care of yourself, but you desire someone to take care of you. Yeah. I guess I was just trying to understand what you were saying from like the male perspective. That's why I was saying, well, isn't it self-pleasing for them to hurt someone because then it's like they're doing it for themselves more so than they are doing some people Some people do, but it doesn't necessarily apply to gender. Yeah. I believe yeah. it's it could be absolutely anyone. I've met women that were, all they would do was gaslight. And it's crazy because they, they can get into your head really bad. 
So it applies to absolutely anyone. Anyone can gaslight. And I've met women who prefer being physical because they feel like they can get away with it. Yeah. And don't, and I like just didn't know how to communicate or talk about things. They would just lash out. So it, it can be like a. And, and being in the lifestyle. Universal thing. If you're being in the lifestyle for the purposes of trying to grow. Yeah. It, it can be extremely healthy. And, and the way that I see it is the level of healthy that you have is truly going to be based on if you're engaging in a scene, make it more personal, more goal-oriented. Yeah. If you want to be able to show strengthening yourself rather than showing it in the out in the real world, show it in a controlled environment. Mm-hmm. Almost like a competition with yourself to push your own boundaries (laughs) to see how far you can go or even just to break down like i need to break down where it's okay to break down where it's perfectly fine to cry yeah and if you're like okay if you're the type of person that has the mentality of i'm not gonna go down without a fight a scene is the perfect way to kind of go through that roller coaster, you know, of um, pushing yourself. Right. Mentally, physically, whatever it is. Whatever is being done in the scene. That can also be achieved in the people that just want to kink. The only difference there is that you need to find like a... a gr- it would be the safest way to go about it is to find a, a club. Mm-hmm. That dedicates to, like, doing scenes out in, like, at clubs when they reopen or private clubs, if you must. Yeah. I'd like to think that those are pretty um, woman-oriented, like, for safety reasons and whatnot. Oh, yes. So if you're concerned about that, that's a good way to kind of weed Go out. from the kink yeah. aspect of things. But it's, I mean, I would say it's scary to um, jump the gun into a, a, a kink encounter without actually sitting down first and at least having an interview. If you're, if you're going to, if you're going to meet someone for the purposes of engaging in either the serious relationship or just kink purposes, why not have that Every dom should at least have certain traits that require for you to be either involved in the BDSM dynamic, whether it's lifestyle, whether it's kink. And and a lot of them don't. Oh, what kind of traits, though? Well, I mean, you've got to be honest. Honest. Honest, honest, honest. Like, okay, this is what I want, and this is what I don't want. And when I say honest, I say it to a level of, like, honest with, like, yourself. I've seen profiles on FET and other sites that are BDSM related where dominant bull seeking submissive blah, 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 blah. Okay? Mm -hmm. Married wife doesn't know. Yeah, they'll be like, oh, secret account secret account and i'm just like okay what 
is dominant about that. You can't even handle this. Like, you can't even... <laughs> You're living a fantasy life. Yeah. We, yeah. Well, what I guess are you that, doing? that attracts that crowd, right? Right, but kink what... Aspect? Yeah, think kink aspect, but, like, why would you do that to another human being? Like, that automatically tells you that that person doesn't care about someone that actually, like, he's supposed to be sharing a life with. So why would he care about you? Oof. Wow. That could be the mother of his children, and he doesn't care about her. What does that say, you know, about you? Or would you put yourself in that situation to begin with? Okay, what about a submissive that is looking for a dom but has a boyfriend or a husband? That's also fucked up. <laughs> but yeah, it gets it gets into a completely different territory to be honest with you. Because then we're as kinda a, as a Dom, is that like a red flag for you? Yeah, most definitely. Hmm. Most definitely. What what if it's a situation where she knows what she wants and she knows that she's in love with this person but wants to live like you know is gonna get married or is married and loves this person but is looking for a, a, a one time like, one time yeah, experience yeah like I wanna I just wanna experience something different <sighs> well would you go for it no don't put me on blast <laughs> wait cause I, what? I what's up I think I think what it is is for me I find people intriguing and I wanna know their reasons behind it before you engage in anything? No, no, no. I, I wouldn't even establish them doing anything like that. I'm just saying, for me, it's just fascinating to understand, okay, well, what led to this? Tell me what was your pathway that led you to feel that this is what you want. And when no way, shape, or form, I'm just... Well, first of all, I wouldn't, I, I wouldn't participate. It's a 99% chance that I wouldn't participate. I'm still a man. <laughs> and if she is fucking hot... Uh, yeah. And motivated. <laughs> and the guy is like on vacation in a different country, maybe. <laughs> oh, no, no, no way. A guy can dream, no I think. No, but what I'm saying is, I think it's for me, it's fascinating to understand what your motives behind it were. Like, why? Why would you do that? Like, not, not why would you do that? He loves you because I don't know what the situation is between them both. Maybe he's doing the same thing. I don't know. Maybe she's just getting revenge. I don't know. Yeah, that's true. A lot of a lot of people. You want to know the backstory. Yeah, I want to know what, what's 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 the, what's the deal. And people are not going to share that. Like, man, I don't want to share the. Yeah, I wouldn't be talking to you if I wanted to talk about my real life. Yeah, like know? I got a, I I got you know I got friends for that. You know, <laughs> yeah. I don't need you. They just want to build. I feel like they just want to build stories for when they're older. I I mean, I, I every situation is going to be different, <laughs> but I could totally see that I as see one that. one of those things. It'd be like, oh, like you know. I can't believe when I was in my 20s, I, I, I did this. and I don't know. That's kind of cool. That's the reason why you it's it's fun to be in the lifestyle behind it because you kind of, like, you find your niche. But at the same time, that's that's kind of over the border there with hurting other people and whatnot. That's not cool. You know? Yeah, I'm not advocating for it. I just, I know it, it's happened. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, it, it goes back to what you said. Just curious about like where people are in their life and how did they reach that point yeah you know? yeah yeah and and sometimes it's sometimes it's it's the other way around sometimes you'll meet people 
that you feel that they're in the lifestyle for all the right reasons, and then when you have a conversation with them, you realize that they're not in the lifestyle for the right reasons. They're, and the wrong reasons could be like, they just want to hurt. They just want to feel a hurt Yeah. that it's not even a cautious hurt. It's not even something that they, they, they don't care about. Safe words, like, and it, it's on both ends from a dominant perspective and submissive perspective. Like, nah, like, the, all those things just go out the window because they just want to real, like, or they get caught up in a situation where it's, they rather than screening someone, they they put their they put themselves in an actual physical danger. Yeah. And especially if someone doesn't know. Like if if they're if you're going into it blindly and you assume or expect that a Dom is supposed to know what your role is and they're just completely oblivious to like actual safety protocol. Or like what they call the three C's, safe, sane, and consensual. The the three three S's. S's. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, that doesn't sound right. (laughs) The three S's, safe, sane, and consensual. Correct. If those things are not being implemented, or if you're thinking, oh, well, this Dom told me that, Safe words aren't a thing, so I'm like, I so guess I'm they're not gonna, a thing. Yeah, because he says, and he's my dumb, and it should be. No, you're supposed to tell him, uh, bitch, you're wrong, and then leave. Or you can say, hey, like. I mean, yeah, Or you, say you nothing could... and just block them. I don't know. That's <laughs> oh. the easiest route for me. Oh, right, 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 right. No, but we were talking about, like, you think they're in it for the right reasons and then you meet them or talk to them and they're in it for the wrong reasons. Right. And I want to know if there's if, if you as a submissive um, have the ability to kind of read read out those type of people. Do you feel like you have the capability of reading out those people? What, do you, what do you mean? Like, do you have... Are you able to, to tell when someone is not uh, a real dom? Yeah. How? Going, kind of going back to what I was saying earlier, it's like the way they carry themselves, their actions speak louder than words. It's okay. not... Okay, so say you meet someone online, right? Yeah. And I, and they hit you up, and you know they'll say, hey, you know, would you be interested in getting to know me? What would your response be? Like, how would you determine that? And just how they carry themselves, just how they they, they speak. Ba- based on that too, because they're they're coming like at me with like, hey, do you want to get to know me? Instead of being like, hey, like, hey, how are you, how are you doing? Like, you seem interesting. Like, let's talk. It's like versus more, what? More. It's more like she was saying <laughs> the question that you gave her. Yeah, right. like it, it. It's like for me, it screams more like, oh, like let's just talk about me. Like I'm cool. Look at me. Like I want to talk to you. Instead of like, oh hey, like you seem pretty cool. Like hey, like why why don't like we sit down and like talk about like how we're doing, like what our interests are. So would you see it as a red flag if a dom messages you and says, hey, do you want to get to know me? Yeah. Versus, really? you see it because as a red? it's I like don't. they're coming at me like, like well. They, if I would text you, I if I would DM you, and I would say, hey. Would you like to get to know me? I would like to get to know you. 
How does that come that across? That makes it... I guess I don't have all the context, but if it's right, like, out of the blue, like, I don't know this person, and, like, it's random, completely random. What if I said, hey, uh, hey, if you get a chance, read my profile, do you think you might find me interest, interesting? That would catch my attention, actually. Really? Like, yeah, in a you? good way. Like, it wouldn't be a red flag would it be to too, me. Would it be too too informal that I didn't take the time to write a text message, like a, like a whole script, like, hey, by the way, the way... My name is so-and-so, I'm from so-and-so, I'm interested in so-and-so. No, because those scripts are so basic. Like Which scripts? Th- those, like, hey, I'm so-and-so, like, I'm this person from so-and-so, I really enjoy this, like, let's chat. That's uh, That, to me, is just so standard, so basic. Really? Yes. Okay. But if someone were to come at me, I don't know, I feel like I would try to be a little playful with them if they were to come at me and say, oh, would you like to get to know me? Gotcha. I'd be like, well, what is there to know? Like, tell me more. Come on. Like, what, what, what's so interesting about you? I take long beaches at the walk. And I think that leaves room for, like, to see how they respond. If they get offended by it, then I'm like, okay, you're not worth my time. Whatever. But if they respond <laughs> playfully and be like, oh, well, you know, like how you said, I enjoy drinking martinis. Like, if they give me some sort of script like that, I'll kind of giggle. And be like, oh, you sound great. I don't know. You kind of just have to, you have to go off of a little more. Yeah. Yeah. But I can see how, how them stating a question about, like, like, like the explanation, or the. It's because it's so abrupt. And so yeah, that's like, what I was going to say. Like, hey, Some like, how are you? people can find it abrupt. And, like, it, it seems like, wait a minute, like. What if, like, I, like, you haven't sparked my attention, like, now you're questioning my, like... Well, like that's you... the point. The point is my intended <laughs> purpose was to see if I could catch your attention. Hey, yeah, to cause a reaction. Hey, uh, like, for example, I, I keep it real, like, but I guess for the most part, I'm not trying to hook up. I'm just trying to network, but if I hit someone up and I'm like, I, if I'm checking out their pictures and one of them stands out... It's usually, at least for me, if I see pictures where they have their, like, upper backs showing. Because mm-hmm. I absolutely love shoulders. Just how shoulders are defined, you know? Yeah. And then just how they kind of, like, square. Like, kind of like a V. They're all, yeah, they're all kind of... They just all have their own wider, curves, wider, yeah. wider shoulders or just shoulders in general. Like, you know, I just love when a woman just kind of stretches her back. As far back as she can, and you can see the definition of her shoulders, mm-hmm. the silhouette, if you must. It's it's one of those things that I'm extremely fascinated by. Like, but you would compliment them on something. Like I mean, that. don't get me wrong. Like, I'm a titty and ass guy too. Yeah, but you're not gonna be one of those dudes that said, "Damn, you have a bomb pussy, girl. Like, let me hit it." Yeah. <laughs> hit it, hit it, hit it. Yeah. And Ooh. No, no. Uh, <laughs> no, 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 no. But but I will think about it. I'll be like, oh, damn, you just girls. don't say it. That's yeah. Different. And for me, it would be just well. I mean, I would really. I think that just and there's a, not a lot of profiles with women like showing pictures of their shoulders. I don't know Sensual why. Pictures. No, I literally don't know why women like don't take enough pictures. Of their shoulders. They're beautiful. Hmm. Because it's probably not an area that most people want to see or, like, focus on. 
Like, you're going to find more pictures of of feet. I'm going to post pictures of both of your backs on our Twitter. By the way, our Twitter is DDLG Lifestyle underscore DDLG underscore Lifestyle. Yes. I'm going to post pictures of your pretty backs. Just so you guys know, so everyone knows what I'm talking about. Because backs are pretty, pretty. So there it is. And I know that we didn't cover... There's still so much. There's still so much. And I feel like we have to do a continuation on this. I mean, if you guys like it, if you feel like you learned something or found it entertaining, you know. Yeah. But going back, uh, I know that that, uh, Mittens, Mm -hmm. uh, we were having a conversation within that and saying, okay, well, yeah, motives have a lot to do with it. You know, like, what are your motives behind your intentions behind? Is that what you meant? No, yeah, so I had a gonna, question. I, yeah, and my question was because you had said, like, something about, like, a red flag and a submissive being in, an, in a current relationship seeking a dom. Correct. And I was, like, my thought process is, like, well, wait, like, what is their motive? Like, I feel like before you determine that as a red flag, it's like, get to know them first and then go from there. Because it could be, it could be a red flag if they're not honest with their partner about it. Like, if they're trying to seek someone, right? Yeah. And you don't want to get caught up in that drama. Yeah, you don't. First of all. If, if they're... The reason why I say it's, or the reason why we said it's a red flag was in the context of if the submissive is not communicating or isn't open and honest and transparent with their partner. Current partner. What makes you think that they're going to have something healthy with you? Like, what's the purpose? Okay, this is going to sound messed up. What's the purpose of the boyfriend if she's seeking a dom? He doesn't have one. Okay. What do you mean? I mean, I'm just trying to respond to like what you're saying. Is right, right. Saying the current boyfriend in that scenario would have no purpose. Yeah, it would serve no purpose. Correct. Other than just being like a marker, someone that's there. Right. I see it as something that's unhealthy and a red flag because now that person's just a security blanket. You don't use people like that. That and then you're and then essentially you're contributing to hurting someone else. You're you're consciously and aware that you're hurt that your involvement in that situation is hurting a third party, even if you don't know them. Yeah. Or, or has the potential to But them. I've 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 personally talked to people or like heard of engagements where it's like say it's a it's a female that's a submissive, and she's married to a, a person or a guy, a partner, has a partner that um, isn't or doesn't care to be part of the lifestyle, but is okay with her seeking a caregiver, non-sexually. Yeah, that, I, yeah. I, I, I've heard about those scenarios, and that's, that's good. Yeah. That's fine. That's okay. As long as there's communication on both ends of him knowing that so their boundaries lacking. are going to be respected for yes. each other. That's that's totally okay. What we were like the context that we were saying is if the submissive has a partner, a boyfriend, whatever, 
and doesn't tell them, but is also talking to a Dom because she wants someone dominant. Right. So now she's basically essentially cheating. Yes. Or he, whoever. Yeah. Because a man or a dom that or someone that identifies as a dom and all of a sudden, hey, you know. And like, I didn't and that's true that, that, that is like cheating, but I guess there's circumstances too. That's why I'm saying right, motive but the, is important. So you're saying that there could be justification for someone cheating? Yes. Oh, that's interesting. Okay. Like, say in this scenario... I don't think that... I'm sorry. Okay. I want you to... I want okay. to hear you. Go ahead. Sorry. To explain. Like, say in the scenario, the submissive is... Or, I guess, the girl in this, like, scenario has someone toxic as a partner. And she's just trying to figure herself out and stumbles upon something good. Is still with someone toxic. Then, like, I don't feel it's, like, fair to kind of, like, I guess... Put that mark on her and be like, "Oh, like she's yeah, just a cheater." Like why would why would we write the scarlet letter in their forehead? Yeah, and, and like their... I feel like yeah, okay, yes. If you want to define it, yes, she's cheating on her like on her partner because she's still with them. But you can't give them that scarlet letter for trying to be genuine in an attempt to find happiness. Well, I mean, are you really being genuine though? That's not being genuine if you're continuing with the toxic person. Yes, but maybe but the they thing don't about, know the way out. Like they like. Yeah, I mean, I can understand. I don't listen, think their intended I can, purpose is to hurt. Anyone. I can understand. I know falling it's not there. intended, but if it's a situation where like they aren't doing anything to get out of a situation, yeah, or, but it's or easier for trying to grow. I I want to say this. It's probably easier for you to say because you would never do that, or you you're not in that situation and you haven't experienced. Or if you have experience, like, it was minimal. I don't, you know what I mean? Like, what I'm saying is, is it possible to... I know it's easier said than done. Yeah. Being in a It's a possibility like into, it gives you a scope into a different, into different relationships. It's true. If you, it's, it's a really hard Maybe topic. I just have too much pride. Yeah, and that's personal. That's on to yeah. you. I mean, obviously you wouldn't. You wouldn't. I personally wouldn't judge anybody else for it. No, no, it's not no, my no. place to do that. And then certainly, she makes a really valid point. We don't. We don't understand what relation. I think I mentioned this earlier. We don't know each each individual circumstances. Like I said, and I, and I said this earlier. I said it could be a toxic relationship on both ends. Mm-hmm. You know that, that it may be just an abusive. Or they may just be abusive to each other. Or in circumstances, it, it also may be that she's being completely abused or gaslighted. You don't think that's a possibility that she's being gaslighted? Yeah, possibly. And, and her and her and her outlet is maybe sound maybe maybe it sounds toxic, but they're trying to find something that's not what they have at home. Well, that's the same yeah. thing with the male. The dominant male. What do you mean? If a, if a, someone has an account online, and they say, "Oh, yeah," I mean, it, it should it applies to everyone. I guess. I guess the point is, we we don't know. We we're sharing our thoughts in it, our perspectives, and obviously, we're gonna get 
potential criticism for people, you know, we respect everybody's boundaries. Yeah, we're not here to like... And we're not pointing the finger at anybody. I think we all have our own struggles and we make our own decisions. And, you know, if we have to pay the consequences for those actions, then that's on us. Like, only you as an individual know how your situation is. Correct. And yeah. you are probably doing your absolute best. With what you have. With what you have. And here we are, you know, throwing you under the bus. We, it's not, you know, it's, that's not the intended purpose. The intended purpose is us understanding how and why and potential resolutions. And hopefully the, the best advice that you can take from us is that if you feel that you're in a circumstance, a very similar circumstance, you're not alone. No. There is a community that can help you. And I think in learning about the lifestyle, then you're able to define what your boundaries are, what you want, what you desire. And if what you want and what you need is something serious in a relationship, something that has both aspects from the BDSM kink that you can desire and, and, and embrace, but also someone with solid qualities that you need in your life 24-7 mm-hmm. so that you can compensate each other and grow mutually, then at the end of the day, hearing something that you may not want to hear can also be a moment of clarity for you. Not because you don't need to continue doing it. You know exactly how far... It, we all know how ex- we we hope that we learn, you know, to see how far we we can, or how long is gonna it's is it gonna take us to become a better a better version of ourselves? Because ultimately, that's what we want to do. Yeah. We individually want to become better versions of ourselves. Or right? strive for it. Right. Constantly. So thank you very much. Thank you. Oh thank my gosh! You. I. Th- <laughs> Yeah, it's this is a good topic and it was really deep. So I hope that you guys enjoy it. And and please don't be too offended. Yeah. <laughs> also, uh, you can email us at uh, adults at ddlglifestyle.com. You can visit our website at ddlglifestyle.com. Mm-hmm. <laughs> or you can visit our Twitter page at ddlg underscore lifestyle. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you.